The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Panel Discussion, home for comic book talk every single week, right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and alongside with me, as always, William Smith. Ahoy, hoy, hoy. And return, returning from the soul, the soul gem, the soul world. Yeah. Oh, uh, you had to give up your life? I'm Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh. Hey, guys. I don't think he ever sounded like that. He, he sounds he just like this. Just so much more masculine. No. Hi, how are you guys? You're sounding like the youngest brother. I, I don't remember the actor's name. Quick, sing yeah, Lion King. that one. Yeah. <laughs> don't go chasing Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> My daddy does cocaine. <laughs> no, he didn't do it. He was smuggling it up his rectum. Oh. Damn near killed him. Ah. <laughs> wrecked him. I hardly know him. <laughs> How you guys doing? I'm we're, good. We're good, buddy. We missed you. I missed. I missed you guys too. But I mean, hey, man. Hey, hey, we're here now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> here we go yeah. again on my own. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. It was a pretty newsworthy uh, week of stuff since we last talked to you, the listeners. Uh, first and foremost, we, we want to start off with uh, WandaVision. You want to do that? I think that's first, the big first thing. First two episodes Absolutely. dropped. Yeah. yeah. I like that. What'd you, the, yeah, what'd you think? I like the uh, the, the half-hour runtime. Um, I, I really enjoy how each episode focuses is going to f- focus on a different decade of sitcoms. Um, there might be a little disconnect. Like, I mean, I feel like being 35, I might be on the edge of like growing up and watching reruns of 50s and 60s sitcoms. Like people in their twenties, teens, there's, there's, they're not watching that. Definitely or, or a disconnect there. Yeah, or they don't, don't have get a. It. Yeah, they don't have like a nuance to that. Like that one scene in the first episode where like they're having the dinner party and the the doors of the kitchen open and like stuff are floating, but it's so obvious that they're on strings. Like that was and their so, backs turned. To yeah, it, it was so. That, that was like something you'd see right out of Bewitched, or uh, you know. So I, I really like it, and it seems to be one of those shows that. Uh, you don't know what's going on until you see the whole picture. It's going to be one of those things like once you see the whole picture and how things play out, you'll go back and rewatch it from the start. And there's definitely you could tell because there's going to be things that you pick up here and there that are going to make sense. Um, almost like a like a fight club. Like I, I, I want to compare it to the movie Fight Club yeah. or like Memento. Like as you're watching, like I don't know what's going or on, even but like Dark Knight. Yeah, like, like you don't I, understand I, I everything that's going on. Right. I still rewatch the Dark Knight today. He fled your Joker, like, and there's I still always, pick something, up, always, always something, no. something you pick yeah, up on. It's, it's like, just like oh. going back and rewatching The Shining. There's yeah, always it something reminds new. me like yeah. a, like a, a David Lynch movie or a, a David Fincher movie or a a little, Christopher little, Nolan, little Kubricky. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, there, there's undertones. You're not really sure what's going on, but I'm sure at the end of it, we're gonna. It all makes sense. Yeah, and rough. I'm picking up some major Black Mirror vibes. Yeah. To where the, the dinner scene was actually kind of scary. Yeah, when uh, Kitty from that 70s show is <laughs> awesome. Stop it. Stop so it. Great stop it. Her. Like, you don't know if she's talking to Wanda, if she's talking to her husband. Um, so, and then, like, yeah, Vision, you just, oh, spoilers, sorry. Vision stops him from choking and dying. And then they're like, 
oh, well, that was an enjoyable evening. It's time to go. <laughs> and they like yeah. act like nothing happened. And yeah. then even the second episode, that beekeeper yes. comes out of the sewer. He's like, what the fuck is that? Is a beekeeper? Yeah. Why is he a beekeeper? You know what he had, what he yeah. had on his he had on his shirt? Was he did have the sword, sword logo, logo, just like at the end of the first episode, too. Yeah. The person listening, if you look at their desk, there was a sword logo. And uh, the one audio clip with like, Wanda, who's doing this to you, who's doing this to you, um, it, I think it's the guy from Ant Man, the because uh, he's supposed to be in the show. I think it's what the guy? the agent from Ant Man and the Wasp. Who's oh oh that keeping, guy? Yeah, he's like he's him. in the show, so it sounded a lot like him. Okay. Oh yeah, I couldn't quite. Okay. I didn't quite know what that was. But so I, him being a Shield agent, you know, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I like the. I mean, it, yeah, it, I I definitely what you said is one hundred percent on. Like I, I've been looking online, and there's a lot of hate towards this show. And like I, and I said it before too. Like I, there was a couple episodes stretch for Mando where I was just like, "What the fudge is the point of this?" All right, and then were there nuts in that fudge? <laughs> uh, it was a little nutty. It was a little nutty, and uh, you know. But for this, I'm like, okay, I understand. There's an end game. There are clues to a bigger picture. Yeah. In this, the- it's just if you're just watching this at face value, you're not gonna pick it up. Like the you mentioned the sword logo. There's also a sword logo on the little toy helicopter that Wanda finds in the bushes. And there's just, like, there's, like, over-sense of dread. Yeah. Like, when she's, uh, like, her next-door neighbor, I know it's been speculated that she's the main villain of it. Agatha, but, yeah. yeah. Agatha, she's, I like... I love her. Yeah. she. I mean, she's a great actress. But she, the, the way she acts, the way she's constantly butting in, the way she's putting her husband down, but you never see her husband. Yeah. Um, it just, you know... And then um, the second episode, too, with the, the head of the... The I it was it the PTA yes. meeting yes yeah. yeah like there's just over sense of dread like you you're not really sure oh, for yeah. the children yeah for the children a lot of like Twilight Zoney vibes a lot of uh, yeah just you it, it, you feel unease watching it yeah there, there there definitely is like some moments of uncertainty a little bit and yeah there could be like a little stress like it's a very happy overall theme like the episode starts and it's just like oh. Vintage sitcoms, yeah. but but you're all right. There there is a, a little bit of dread um, with it, like where you're just your your heart starts racing a little bit, like the yeah. scene where where Wanda breaks the glass in that lady's hand, and, yeah. and the, you could see the red, which is very peculiar. Um, and there's a couple other instances as well, and it's just uh, it's it's really cool stuff. There's a lot of hints toward uh, Mephisto. This is setting up Mephisto being a part of the MCU, wonderful somehow, which I'm all for. Did you catch the uh, the um in the opening of the second episode where it's like the the cartoon, the I Dream of Genie intro, yeah. did you notice there's a spot where Vision is phasing up through the floor? And in between the, the basement and the living room, if you look in the floorboards, you can see the Grim Reaper's helmet. What? Oh, really? Yeah. So no, I, I didn't yeah, see that. I don't know if that's just... That's got to be foreshadowing. They don't yeah. do that sort of thing. For... No. Incidentally. Yeah. So. Dude, okay. Very, very awesome. And in the comics, the Grim Reaper... Um, I mean, obviously, things are different in the MCU versus the comics, but in the comics, the Grim Reaper doesn't like Vision because in the comics, Vision has some of his personality from Wonder Man, and the Grim Reaper is the brother of Wonder Man, so he doesn't like Vision because of that. So um, I don't know if that's setting him up to be like a secondary villain, main villain, who knows? Which I'm, yeah, I'm I would prefer secondary villain. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm all in on Mephisto really... and that Agatha being yeah. a part of it. Yeah. They reference the, the devil, uh, devil yeah. in the details yeah. in the second episode. So, and then, you know, that's not where all he is, is you know, so little, little things like that. Um, and I, I mean, the things that, that I love, I absolutely love, like the, the callbacks, like the first episode, definitely Bewitched. There's Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke, totally, Epi- like, total Dick Van Dyke. Uh, second episode. Well, they I brought him on Genie. to help out with that. I think. I think they brought him on to help out. Oh, that's with awesome! That. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, they did a I very love, good job. I love hearing that. Yeah, uh, and then like I, I really enjoy seeing the chemistry between Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen being fleshed out more. Because I mean, yeah. we didn't get a whole lot of it in the movies, but they definitely have great chemistry together. They do. Um, it's nice watching them interact with each other. Oh, you could pushing you, the beds together. Yeah, you can tell there's there's like a. <laughs> Ooh, getting hot and bothered. <laughs> but there's there's a there's like an enjoyable chemistry to watch between the two. Absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you could you could definitely tell they're having fun on screen together. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, play really well off of each other. Um, and I just want to go on and say like like about like the criticisms about it, and all these superhero movies have kind of been cookie cutter and the same, and uh, to see something different is just so. Re- Refreshing, and also this is the next phase in Marvel. That's really ballsy. Yeah, yeah, to not just have a crazy hot opener with explosions, well, introduce a new badass villain, and like everything. We're getting this, uh, like you know, Dick Van Dyke show, yeah. and that is so ballsy to me. And I'm so happy about this that it's going in this different, fun direction. And it's like. And where do we go from Thanos? And I know now it's the multiverse stuff, which you know how I feel about it. But that's, I mean, whatever. It's still going to be fun. Uh, but this show is just, it's such a good step in the next direction of superhero movies. To open things up. Uh, I, I agree open, with the ballsy yeah. remark. And, and I think Will was about to say, you know, this wasn't supposed to open this up. This was the not. Phase. Yeah. It, it was, was not supposed to, to open up phase four. But regardless, they could have changed it. Yeah. They like, could have. The Falcon and Winter Soldier show was changed yeah. during all this. Well, because it was supposed to be Black Widow then and Falcon that. Winter Soldier, which would have been, I believe, a more traditional superhero genre movie right. and things. Exactly. Which is true. But show. also, what's like such dark horse characters? That we actually have this show, WandaVision. Like, yeah, yeah. You're you're putting faith in these characters. Yeah. That's incredible. Who are not but, the they're, they're not the A players. I mean, no. they're, they're big deals I mean, in the MCU, they are, but they're not but A players. Yeah. You're, not, you're not running out to get a Wanda T-shirt. Right. You know, you're not getting a Vision tattoo. It's, it's, it's Cap, Thor, Iron yeah. Man, Bingo. Guardians. Yeah. But, yeah. but I feel like that's been the 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 blessing, the 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 the, the blessing of the MCU is. If they had Spider Man, if they had X Men, if they had Fantastic Four from the start. We wouldn't have gotten three Iron Man movies. We wouldn't have gotten three Cat movies. No. We wouldn't have got three going on four True. Thor movies. Those were all B, C characters at the time when the MCU launched. Yeah. Um. So that's true. I, I, I like we wouldn't have got Doctor Strange if we had Spider Man oh. from the start. Heck no. Guardians of the Galaxy. Ant Man. Forget about nope. it. Nope. There's no, no way. Ant-Man. There's no way. I yeah I agree with that too. Yeah. yeah. There's no yeah. way we're getting those. So the, I think that's been the blessing is. Those heavy hitter characters were put on the back shelf because they couldn't use them. And now that they can use them, I feel like that is going to propel the MCU forward. And it is. You know, it's going to be something that goes. It's going to be like a James Bond type franchise where it just yeah. keeps going and going and going. For sure. I mean, we're probably going to be able to get like 10 to 15 years out of what's coming. Oh, for sure. What's coming out. Oh, least, no doubt. No doubt. Which is uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. But other than that, I'm excited. 
it, it, you know, viewers of it, you, it's it's important not to overreact. Like I go through this all the time when it comes to movies. I see people complain that trailers show too much, and then I have people that complain that trailer. The same people complain that trailers don't show enough. Oh, guilty. You know, it, it happens. Well, I, 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 I was understand. like, well, I don't understand any of this. I, I, I wonder what, what, what was going on here. <laughs> and then I'm just like, no, I don't want to know this. Like, I was like that for Endgame. When Endgame came out, I'm like, they're showing a lot of older footage for these trailers. What is happening? But it obviously led to, I think, a little bit. Uh, I mean, depending on your feelings of it, it was still a very good movie. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people walked away to think satisfied. And I love the surprise and uncertainty of what the movie was, you know, what was coming from the movie. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so I, I, I like the uncertainty. I, th- I feel like Hollywood needs to go and, and that type of stuff needs to go back to the days where we don't know what the heck's going on. And you just sit there, shut up and enjoy the product. I, I really believe that. So, I mean, agreed. There, there, there's also chatter that, uh, Evan Peters who played Quicksilver in the X-Men movies is going to have a role reprising the role of Quicksilver in this WandaVision show. Um, so it was kind of dropped on Twitter by the Spanish actor who dubbed, um, the role of Quicksilver in the X-Men movies for Evan Peters, and he said that he was reprising his role in the Disney Plus series. So oh, he's that, dead now. Does that mean he's <laughs> they, reprising? That mouse slit his well, throat. I mean, it's, he's, he's, yes, yes. He <laughs> has deleted know, the tweet. <laughs> oh, you want to open your big mouth, you son of a bitch? <laughs> No, Mickey, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> you fuck <laughs> with the mouse. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It's like South Park. <laughs> Who let this guy in? <laughs> Do we own him yet? <laughs> It's it's not wrong. You it's got in China. So this yeah. I got tauntauns coming out of my ass. <laughs> so I mean, the idea of it is 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 pretty cool. I I did say you know I prefer the Aaron Taylor Johnson. I do too. Quicksilver. And um, I just hope they do like. I mean, every episode is a decade. Yes. I think it'd be great. Like say the eighties or the nineties. There's been so many sitcoms where they recast an actor and they just don't even acknowledge it. <laughs> if they just have Evan Peters play Quicksilver and they don't even acknowledge just, just that it it's yeah, it's a different actor playing the same role and they just don't even acknowledge it. it would they be they Roseanne it Becky would be him. Ni- yeah, that that would be really cool. I would love like a full house opener. For, oh, for, like, the oh 90s. we're gonna yeah, the nineties yeah. we're gonna get something. Oh, man. oh, I hope it's just Roseanne and it's just a table. They probably won't do that because Roseanne, you know, Mickey Mickey killed Roseanne Barr, so I doubt I doubt we're getting That's that. That's probably true. What did you tweet, you fat bitch? <laughs> <laughs> he just he just had her overdose Mickey, on Ambien. Stop, Roseanne. No, Mickey. <laughs> I took an Ambien. Ha ha! Ha it's a pretty deep Roseanne Barr. <laughs> that she sounds. I wish I could. I can wish I could do the laugh that she does at the end of the intro. Oh for, God, for that the, cackle! <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that Very cackle. evil. Used to scare the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that's what attracted Tom Arnold to her. That'll. I mean, that'll do it. Oh man, oh, that's, that did one it. One piece of news we, we didn't talk about beforehand that was discussed, and I don't know if it's true or not, but this rumor broke out earlier last week mm. uh, is the potential of Chris Evans returning. Oh, to yes, the MCU. Yes, yes. He did. I got to acknowledge he did tweet after this is something about this is news to me. But okay, we, okay. but yeah, <laughs> we know how Disney operates. You and McGregor denied, denied, denied Obi-Wan's show for years when everyone's like, we know it's coming. He denied it. And he's like, yeah, I knew the whole time. 
it would not surprise me if Chris Evans is is back in the MCU. Oh, yeah, look what the mouse did to Roseanne in the <laughs> Spanish version of Quicksilver. Of Span- course, of course, you're gonna be like, no, I don't know. Silver Del Quico. <laughs> Yeah, he's just speedy Gonzalez. We broke, we broke oh, Matt. Yes. I'm going to shit myself. Oh. He's got a shit. <laughs> uh, I, hope, I hope that version also has a cousin who's slow. <laughs> like, speed-wise, you jerk. I know what you're laughing at. Slowpoke Rodriguez, you jerk. I know exactly why you're laughing, you sicko. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, yeah. So the I mean, what, what do you if this is true? If Chris Evans is returning to the MCU, and what role human do you torch. think he will be? Human Torch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, multiverse Human Torch. Just uh, human honestly, torch. what Will said. Michael Chiklis is back. They're baby. doing they're doing <laughs> multiverse stuff. You know this uh, multiverse of madness. Chris Evans is there as the Human Torch going flame on. You know that would get the pop of the night. Oh, from for the, sure. You're in the movie theater and you see that? Shit, man, I'd throw my popcorn. <laughs> I would lose my mind. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. I also feel like he's broke. And if they, he's, he's coming back to the MCU. I mean, how, uh, I mean, <laughs> the, the money's money. Just who cares? Just come on back. Keep going. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at the, the, the mileage. There are ways to bring him back. They didn't kill him. They didn't kill him. Like, no. he's old. You could just yeah. pull him out of time. Yeah, exactly. And also, do we hate Terry Funk? For retiring thirty odd times, no. Nah. You've you've left wrestling and came back. I mean, I kind of forced you to once. But yeah, I'm exactly. Not, Terry Funk's done it like twenty times. Yeah, you know. I mean, look at our friend Scott. Yeah, you know what yeah. happens. Hey, man, you do whatever. what you gotta do. Exactly. <laughs> you do what makes you happy. I yeah. understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, you know I. I'm like the Iron Man RDJ. I don't think is coming back, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, but he's. If, he's if, I'm actually. I I want to break from that character. To be honest with you, I am too. He got like the Wolverine treatment, where like Fox was shoving Wolverine down her throat. Couldn't have an X Men movie without an appearance. Oh, and I Wolverine was just like, I can't hit that dangly thing in the back of my throat. <laughs> I can't. I I can't do. I I needed a break from Wolverine. Like mm-hmm. when he died, I was like, oh, this is sad, but. I needed it. So yeah. I'm okay with no Iron Man for a little while. But Cap, I still feel like, had a little bit more to offer. Yeah, and, like, Cap, I mean, even, like, when you had the Avengers movies, they seemed like they were centered on Iron Man. Yeah. Where Cap was, like, still predominantly featured, but he seemed more like a background he wasn't supporting the character. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't making cameo, like, the big-time cameos like Iron Man was, like. In Spider-Man yeah. and everything else. So yeah. I, I still think that Cap has something to offer. They did say that they are planning more Avengers movies. And I I, I think it needs Cap to kind of go on. I mean, I agree. unfortunately so, we lost some star power with um, with uh, Chadwick Boseman, you know. Yeah. And I think, you know, and not to like just, just be like, okay, you're off to the side. We need something to help. But I, I legitimately think that you're going to need a Chris Evans to kind of mm-hmm do this thing going yeah. forward there's also been talk of uh, michael b jordan coming back as the human torch no i mean eric killmonger <laughs> don't, you, don't you fucking say that they said that <laughs> they may bring him back for black panther 2 in some way shape or form okay so i'm intrigued really by that. yeah huh. i'm intrigued by that but the chris evans stuff we do have to acknowledge it is just a rumor at this point nothing's been confirmed it did break the internet but chris evans did say hey 
uh, that's news to me or something. Amen. Like Since that. we're on the, the talk of rumors, I got a whole slew of rumors here. Some I hope is true. Uh, first off, I want to talk about, uh, I want to shift gears a little bit and go back into Star Wars. Uh, Thrawn. Uh, for a while there, it was RDJ was the one being rumored to play as Thrawn. Right now, they're saying that the actual voice actor for the character, Lars Mikkelsen, who's Mads Mikkelsen's older brother, uh, who is also in Rogue One. Yes. As uh, Jyn Mads, Mads Mikkelsen would have been great, but obviously you can't double You can't dip. double. Exactly. Yeah. You can't. I mean, but even Lars though, Mikkelsen <clears throat> did a great job voicing the character in Rebels. And he's uh, he's in shape. He's a tall dude. He's, he's, he's felt, and he is a hell of an actor. Now, I, I actually would like that. Yeah, I think RDJ's got too much charisma, and he would— He'll just, start, like, dancing around well, and stuff. He would, he would I think— <laughs> I think He would overshadow the role? I, yeah, I think he would, like, you, you would, you'd put him in blue, but, like, you'd look at it like, that's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like, oh, would, I don't know, would, man. They, they, they put him in another color, and I, there was a time watching Tropic Thunder that I forgot that was Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. So slap some blue on him. You don't even you won't even know it's him. Huh? Will's got nothing. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> <laughs> the man was awarded. He got nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Best supporting actor. That's crazy. I but the whole thing is that I know some people were upset about that, but like that was kind of the point. How uh, uh, Hollywood is like whitewashing characters. Yeah. 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 Uh, but going up for an Oscar for that role is kind of let's not let's not do this. I'm now. not saying I didn't enjoy his performance. Just saying it was uh, it was a daring choice. But then slap some blue on him. I Boom. still I still think like reading Thrawn and knowing Thrawn's supposed to be like calculated. Cool. He's not supposed to be showy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have the the ability to do it, but like I don't know. I th- I, I personally I think he, I would be distracted. Eventually, we are going to get uh, live action in the live action Inquisitor uh, with uh, the Grand Inquisitor and the other Inquisitors, mainly because I know that Disney is going to just be like, yo, make those sweet lightsabers and sell the shit out of them oh, to all the kids absolutely. and actually have them spin. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Jason. So Isaacs, many lawsuits. Exactly. <clears throat> they thought the missile firing Boba Fett was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Isaacs, the the also the voice of the Grand Inquisitor, is rumored to take the part as the Grand Inquisitor, which I mean would be would make perfect sense too. And he said it in an interview where he's like, "I have the coolest." For those of you who don't know who it is, it's Lucius Malfoy uh, from uh, Harry Potter. Uh, he was also in uh, Event Horizon and a bunch of other stuff. He's he's one of those actors where you, like you just don't know the guy's name. But Jason Isaac said, "I have the coolest wand in Harry Potter. Why wouldn't I get like the coolest lightsaber in all of Star Wars? The helicopter lightsaber, you know?" So I mean, I I don't know. How do you feel about that? Seeing Jason Isaacs take the role of a live action in the Grand Inquisitor, like the first one? Yeah, the Grand Inquisitor. The, Did, the, the, he died. I thought at the end. He's of the not first... really dead. Oh, okay. it's in they it's in canon back. that he never really died. Oh, okay. It's one of those dude. He fell. Oh yeah, nobody dies. In nobody Star Wars dies in falling. Star Wars when you fall unless you're Han Solo. <laughs> well, he got stabbed through the chest first. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Darth uh, Maul got hey, cut man. in half. So exactly, yeah, you yeah, can walk yeah. that off. All right, yeah. <laughs> you just walk it off. Cuff up some blood, son. Let's go. <laughs> um, the thing, yeah, no, like that's a cool character. Rise. Yeah, that, that was a cool character. Um, even the all the Inquisitors, like the fifth brother. Um, the seventh sister, they were pretty cool. Um, yeah, that reference a couple of them in uh, Force 
what was it? A Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Jedi Fallen yeah, Order. Yeah, seven well, you, but you fight, you fight them. Yeah, yeah. which oh, is cool. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think they should go all in on on doing this. You know, they, they I think Disney fudged up by not doing going all in on the Knights of Ren. So I think they need to really they got to do something. Build yeah. up with they Inquisitors. Absolutely have. And to. I think this is a really cool thing that they can do. Um, you, you need know, this d- badass like like the NWO of Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're 100 percent right. Yeah, and, like the music hits. <laughs> <laughs> and, so who's like, who's the Stevie Ray of the Inquisitors? Who's the Virgil? Who's the Scott Norton? <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Did you just compare a charismatic <laughs> a charismatic rocket ship to a charismatic black hole? <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. and Scott Norton. <laughs> he would just arm wrestle everybody. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, and uh, the, uh, the last rumor here that I got is there is a rumor that the Batman animated Caesar Caesar uh, hi uh, Batman <laughs> animated series, uh, which is everyone's. Why do you think I brought this comic book to uh, review today? Are we today? talking about well, it? Let's that, let's let's go. I had that was in my news. Um, Let's go, babe. All right, yeah. There's uh, this pisses me off because now I got to pay for another goddamn streaming service. Agreed. Because HBO Max is looking to relaunch Batman the Animated Series. It's going to be a sequel series. Um, I'm telling you, HBO Max is worth it. It is my favorite streaming. That's what service. you were saying last week. Really? It's my favorite one. So, honestly. yep. I, I mean, Batman. I, the 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 one thing I hope they do is uh, I hope that. Because there was a huge gap, and like this comic I'm going to cover today, it was a, a continuation of they just finished. It was a seven story arc, but it's a continuation of Batman the animated series. But there seems to be like a hole in this story from Batman the animated series to Batman the New Adventure, the, the New Adventures of Batman and Robin. Yeah, when it changed from Fox to WB Network, like um. It just jumps. The animation style changed. I mean, the stories were still good, um, but like Robin, Tim Drake, or sorry, um, the first Robin. Yeah, it's escaping. Great Grayson. Uh, so Dick yeah, Grayson, D- Dick. Dick Grayson. He was Robin, and then when it changed over, he's Nightwing. There was no explanation. He's just Nightwing. Yeah. It was and then we jump. got we got Tim Drake. Right. So we skipped the second Robin, which yeah. uh, my comic book today is going to go into some of uh the in between stuff. Very cool. So that'd be awesome. If they if they relaunch that cartoon, I mean I'm sure everybody who grew up in the nineties, that was one of your favorite cartoons. That's yeah. your Batman. I was Absolutely. watching old episodes on it. They do so good. They, do they hold the old, up. It's so they good. They do. Uh, and it it's cool. I, we talked to our friend Scott um before about this and, and he was telling he's like, man, you know that talk about well first of all referencing the tim burton batman yeah and how much influence that had in, the gothic in, style yeah it's and how timeless. much influence it had on the animated series mm-hmm. and it is timeless i like i said i've been watching like i said hbo max is fantastic um and i've been watching a lot of those old batman shows i'm like man these are really good like how could i'm like upset that i haven't been able to watch them in 20 years yeah they're so good Th- that's how well they are the, the animation style is still very very like unique yeah. And I think they did a good job with it, but but yeah, I, I, I love that series growing up. It made me a huge Batman fan, yeah. and I like the idea of, of revisiting it. There I, was a local a local theater here in Buffalo that actually played uh, Mask of the Phantasm, and I haven't watched that movie oh, in about so 20 good. years, that's too. That's a good, so good movie. I took my niece to it. it that was, was the first like, time I realized Mark Hamill voiced Joker when I went to that movie, and his name popped up in the end credits. Oh, I'm like, really? 
What? Mark That's Hamill? That's really cool that you mentioned that because it was the making of uh, – HBO used to have, like, the making of movies. Yeah. And Mark Hamill was on there, and he was talking about how he came up with the voice for the Joker was he was looking at a picture of it, and he was going, he has so many teeth. He has so many teeth. He has so many teeth. And that's, like, how he just got the voice just by, like, saying and he has so many teeth over and over again. Iconic. And just nailed it. Um, yeah, absolutely iconic. And he is definitely the best voice actor to ever voice the, the Joker, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, which, I don't know. I think it might be a fact, actually. I don't yeah. think it's an opinion. <laughs> might very well be. It might very well be. So, um, yeah, that's good. I, I, a couple months ago, we were doing a, we did a ba- Batman episode for one of my other shows, Retro Pop, and uh, I rewatched uh, Sub Zero, the Batman Sub Zero one. It's it was like Mr. One. Freeze, yep. where he took yep. the, very good. He took what's Barb, I think it was Barbara Gordon to an island and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was it was fantastic. Like Mr. Freeze in that show is like such a compelling villain because he's not really so a cold. villain. Like like yeah. you feel you <laughs> understand why he's doing what he's doing. Right. He's simp- yeah. He's, yeah. Like simp- he's sympathetic. I got what you're he's very. He's a very sympathetic character. Even Clayface, like. So all the villain, the villains in that in that show are so three dimensional. Like, you, like Clayface, you understand. Like, you're like, yeah, I could kind of see where this guy's coming from. Oh, totally. Best episode by far is almost got him when all the villains are around playing cards. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Why don't I remember this one? They, they're what all they're all sitting it? around a, a table playing cards and they're all swapping stories about how they almost got Batman. Oh, and Killer Croc has the best line, but it's not really Killer Croc. Spoilers. Uh, he just goes. I um, I hit him with a rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a big rock. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember this one. Okay, such a good episode. Yeah, that's incredible. So yeah, so the the idea of them revisiting that is really cool. I know there were some X Men animated series rumors about them redoing that one. I think yep. that might still oh, no be shit. in the works. Yep. But um, bat to hear that Batman has like, got to be getting a look too. Like X Men, like the X Men and Spider Man shows. I've rewatched them with Disney Plus, yeah. and they don't hold up. Oh, the X Men, not they at do all. X Men does. No. I have a tough time with Spider Man. Yeah, they don't X-Men hold are up. Fun. Like you, like watching them, you can tell it's like, oh, you used that exact shot two episodes ago. You're just dubbing the voice oh, differently. Yeah. Where Batman, the animation was always fresh. That's fair. Always, there's yep. definitely a lot of recycled animation that. in the Spider Man and the X Men. I had cartoon. an easier time watch rewatching because I. Before all this streaming service stuff, I actually bought them on my iPhone, yeah. the X-Men, and I could watch all of them no problem. Spider-Man, I had a hard time getting through. Um, mm-hmm. But X-Men was a little bit easier just because, I mean. I mean, the animation's hard to well, watch, Well, I feel too. with X-Men, yeah. it's yeah. easier because there's so many more characters where Spider-Man, you're focusing on Spider-Man more often. True. You know? How about that Niagara Falls episode? I would just. I know you, yeah. you brought yeah. that yeah. up, too. Yeah, with Hydro-Man? Like, with the Spider-Man one? With this, Hydro-Man? It, it didn't look anything yeah. like our side oh, at all. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> it didn't look like our side, their side? No. <laughs> it, like, it was. Yeah. yeah. We te- like, like, who yeah. drew this? I, I watched it, like, five years ago when I first got a fire stick, and I tagged. Uh, like Niagara Falls tourism, they're like, yeah, they did not get this right at all. They they actually replied. Really? They were like driving on a throughway. They parked somewhere. Like it was like some kind of just like it was just another like it wasn't like a tourist destination. Yeah. And they jumped off some ledge into the onto the maid of the mist. So they did acknowledge the maid of the mist, but yeah. Um, regardless, it was it was a pretty wild and <laughs> not accurate description of Niagara Falls. So, um, speaking of HBO Max, apparently, uh, so originally Zack Snyder's Justice League was gonna be a movie. Then they said, no, it's going to be a four-part miniseries, and now, no, it's going to be a full-length feature film again. Good old-fashioned four-hour movie, just like Gone with the Wind. But, but I mean, every, every smited actor from the DC universe has been doing nothing but praising this movie. So, like, Ben Affleck, Jared Leto, um, 
a few others, they've just been praising this movie. And then, uh, but so have some others, like Jason Momoa has been praising it. Oh, that was the other one, Ray Fisher, Cyborg. Oh, yeah. He's been praising oh, it. Oh, his whole, yeah. 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 Um, He's but, done, right? Yeah, they're, they're yeah. not using him anymore. Which is a shame. I know they had a Cyborg movie planned. Yeah. I, th- I mean, they had so much planned that they're not doing. Um, so there's that. And then, um, so that'll be interesting. It'll, it's going to back to a full-length movie. I'm curious to see the run, or listen to what the runtime is on this movie. Um I'm thinking it's, it's been prob- hyped up. It, We've been talking about this, like even before you guys were hosts on yeah, this show. Yeah, we have been true. talking about the, the Snyder Cut so for a year and a half. The other thing that's interesting, they've said that if Snyder Cut boosts HBO Max subscriptions, they may do an Ayer Cut of Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, so what? Just so more stop. Jared Leto? More Jared Leto? Yep. Yuck City. <laughs> That was his big gripe. He got cut out of a bunch of scenes. Like we didn't see a lot of the ball. Good. That that, that, that that creepy cult leader. Get him out of there. That whole film was marketed so poorly. It was so, so bad. poorly. Talk about bait and switch. It's like Joker, 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 Joker. Like they Harley over- Quinn, Harley oh, Quinn. Oh Harley Quinn, Harley my gosh, Quinn. it was so bad. Led so to bad. every fe- it's still every guilty- female it's- at Halloween that year dressing <laughs> up as Harley Quinn. Oh, it is definitely the Joker. Yeah, it's man. still a my- guilty pleasure of mine for sure. <laughs> do a shot every time you see a Harley Quinn at a con. Do my a shot favorite- every time you see a Deadpool at a con, man. You'll be hammered my favorite in no time. oxymoron couples costume: oh. Joker and Harley Quinn. Yeah, un like unbelievable. Unbelievable how many couples are just like, man, they're so cute. Look how in love they are. Let's dress up as them for Halloween. Yeah. She was his queen, and nobody <laughs> has a queen, it's and like, this is my king. Like I, hope, I hope when these couples go out, they don't run into common to them often, because then, <laughs> then it's just going to be, you know, it's going to be three-way city. <laughs> It's like the Spider-Man meme at Halloween where they're pointing at, all pointing at each yeah, other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, my uh, favorite. the other thing now that now that hbo max is uh taking all the dc shows that were supposed to be on that dc universe streaming service oh they gobbled them up well because there's no more dc universe yeah. streaming service but they are one of the the huge perks to the dc universe streaming service was you got access digitally to their comic library yeah um, so they are on January 21st. They yep. are relaunching. It's going to be the DC Universe Infinite, which is going to be a premium premium digital comic book service community. They're starting with over 25,000 comics and graphic novels uh, that will be available at launch. And then um, after the launch, uh, the new release comics that come out thereafter are going to be released on there. But after six months that they've been in stores. So, you know, if a comic comes out today. You can read it, but you're going to have to wait six months for it to get on that digital service. Right. So they're not just totally killing their comic um, comic book sales. <clears throat> Which is good because that was a concern a couple months ago. Yeah. 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 I still think it's going down the tanks. But let's I honest. agree with Will. <laughs> I, I unfortunately do, so, do too. I'm going to miss those paper cuts when I turn from page to page. <laughs> So you talk about these paper cuts a lot. Like, I don't understand. I, I never got a paper cut. Neither do I. It's just okay. a funny thing to say. <laughs> uh, like, I never step on a Lego brick. But if you tell someone, hey, I stepped on a Lego brick, they know your pain. I don't do it. It's just a funny thing to say. Um, are you guys a fan of the boys? I have yet to get into the second season. I didn't get into it. No. Okay. Well, I love the show. It's great. I've read the comics. I love the comics. 
Um, season three is coming out. And uh, if you're familiar with the comics, there is a very um, risque, even in the boys' standards, arc of comics called Herogasm, which basically it would make uh, Caligula blush. It's just all the superheroes going on a vacation at some private resort on an island and all the drugs, all the sex, anything they want to do. Is this Weinstein's Island? They Pretty much. Like, uh, they, they, they have just Epstein. free reign to do whatever they want. Weinstein, Epstein, st- both Same, monsters. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. yeah. Um, they just, uh, they go to this island and they have at it. And it's not, like, there's no... Um, there's no imagination needed for these comics. They just show everything. Oh, what? Yeah, it's you got people running trains, just just craziness. So, um, but it's all consensual, and they're having a good time. Yeah, exactly. And there you go. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so uh, Eric Kripke, <laughs> the guy who is one of the leaders on the boys, he said from day one, everyone dared me to make this episode. No, and they're. Episode six for season three is Herogasm. What? So uh, we are getting that next season of The Boys. Uh, I'm very curious to see how that is handled. I, I mean, there's been a lot of differentiations between the comics and the show. Um, some for for better, I think. Some for eh, worse, I would guess. But both are equally enjoyable. Um, so I'm very curious to see how they handle this. I'm excited. Yeah, my wife. I just have to get. I never I, did. I, I still have to get into season two. Uh, Matt, I think you'll be a big fan of it. Okay. It's super good. And uh, oh, I wanted to tell you both, I started Cobra Kai. Did you? Yeah. I, uh, I'm in the middle of the second season. Yeah, it's e- easy, good. fast watch. It's a, it's a very quick watch. It's very good. The acting and the fight scenes are better than they deserve to be. I, <laughs> honestly, yeah. Yeah. yeah There's I no was... reason it should be as good as it is. No, and the way they they humanize uh, Johnny Lawrence. Oh yeah, and everything. I, I and like, like him better than I like freaking for a first few per- <laughs> yeah. episodes. You're like, Macho's a dick. He's kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah. I don't like his daughter. Yeah, she like that's my my only gripe with the show now after three seasons, is it seems like like you like a character, then they take him down, then you like him, and then they take him like. It's so wishy-washy. Yeah, yeah, there is a, like, you'll see in season getting, three, yeah. there's a lot of ups and downs yeah, with the really? characters. And, and, yeah, you'll get really high, like you said, you get really high on one, and then, then they do something, it's like, uh, it's like the flashbacks it's like, it's like, is what makes, makes I, everything. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I remember being forced to go see the Twilight movies with my wife, and I'm just like, Ugh. I'm getting I'm getting kind of Twilight vibes after three seasons. That's the only thing I will say. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this guy's, oh, no, what's he doing now? No, yeah, I like that decision. No, don't, why would you do that, you <laughs> dumbass? Stop it, stop it. It's like watching, you know, for our pro wrestling fans, it's like watching the big show. Um, and how <laughs> he, would go, he would go from face to heel to face to heel. Depending uh, to on face the heel, depending <laughs> basically depending on like what day of the week the week it was, that was how it was, and like that that would be my only criticism. And it got yeah. to a point where it was just comical. It still is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is he still around? Uh, he does like minor appearances here and there as yeah. a heel or a face. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All he knows is his show is big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I never mind. <laughs> No, dude, 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 I, go I, on. I, I, so Big Show has his own personal bus. There's a massage therapist that I know that uh, linked up with Big Show through social media, and she got to go on his bus. They still, like, when they come to Buffalo, she still links up with him, grubs him down, and then, how you doing? Big old uncircumcised Big Show. 
That's a show. <laughs> really? That really? Yeah. It's, it's the stuff of legends. Yeah, apparently. I would hope so. That'd be a real damn cruel thing if yeah. you had that <laughs> frame. Uh, she told me that he's an extremely heavy breather, though, and sweats profusely. Well, I could have told you that just from watching I, him wrestle When I did years. extra work, he he's a uh, he's a poor... And he smokes a lot. I don't know that, but he was very miserable, and he could not like stand up straight. Yeah, he's man. A, he was a very mi- not happy guy. Like, I want to... Like, here, me, when I did extra work, I'm like, oh, I want to be a fan. You know, I'm, I'm trying not to fanboy. But I want to go meet these guys, and he's just like, get away from me. Like, he's like, CM Punk told a guy, one of the other extras to pretty much go fuck himself. Uh, it, yeah, that, sounds that, right. That's, that's, that's a story for another day. But, yeah, one of the guys is like, oh, I really want to meet you. He goes, I'm eating. And then the guy walks away. But that's just another story. That was just like my childhood just getting stabbed in the heart. But, but yeah, big show. Not a very, uh, not a very pleasant individual. Either uh, is that it for the news on the day? Yeah, I Savannah mean, uh, Welch is going to be Batgirl in Titans. That's oh yeah, said. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I never got into. I don't that watch show. Titans, so I don't care. Yeah, I never. I can't. I could never get into the DC uh, television shows. The only one I watched was Swamp Thing, and then they cruelly canceled it after uh, before the season, the first season even ended. Oh, and uh, I got to get into that whole King and Black stuff going on right now because it sounds absolutely bonkers. Apparently, now coming up, uh, it's going to focus on Blade. Because oh. they're all, everyone else is like... Yeah, everybody's been taken over. Yeah, so Blade is going to show up with, like, an army of vampires, like Dracula's army. Oh, to, is Dracula going to gonna be To fuck shit up. No, he's kind of just like, do your thing. I don't See, want anything to do ever since this. I've watched Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I can no longer call them <laughs> vampires. I just call them Draculas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. Oh, no, look at all those Draculas. Those Draculas? Oh, shit, man, I tell you about that boy Dracula in Jersey. I just, <laughs> I just call Blade a day Dracula now. That's a very good impression. <laughs> then I had to sell my kidneys to the Kidney Foundation so I get some money and buy the sweet ride. Boom, boom. <laughs> Boxy Brown. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a knife. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> That's such a good show. It's great. It is. I spent many long nights. Trying to sleep and then not being able to watch. No, it. now especially like as a thirty-seven-year-old, I could legally sit and well, I don't know how legally, but I could like <laughs> I don't have to deal with like my mom or anything. I could just like smoke weed in front of the TV and watch it. Now it's great <laughs> instead of like running outside out of a pop can and then running back in and throwing on a, a DVD of se- of season two. One <laughs> that I I I never like Squidbillies. Was that well, that was one I felt like that, I should have been high on? Yeah, that one was. That, was I like Squidbillies. I I, yeah. I like Squidbillies, but I understand why people don't like Squidbillies. My, my, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite when when Jen was pregnant with our first one with Leia, we were in the delivery room and she's going through labor at like three in the morning, and I'm just sitting there watching Squidbillies. <laughs> <laughs> she's so fucking mad. She's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like. It takes a long time, <laughs> and it did. It took a long time. Was, oh God, we get it. You're pregnant. I was, I was, I was properly entertained. Do not touch the trim with with uh, with squidbillies. To this day, if I put on squidbillies, she just gets That's mad. That's the most fantastic. <laughs> that is the most Will story I've ever heard in my life. I just picture Will like building Legos. <laughs> in the meantime, just hurry it up. First, the first, the second pregnancy went the best. The third one was the longest of the three. Which they tell you it's the opposite, but no. Yeah, but the worst about the third breeze. one, the third one was like, it was like two days of active labor. 
Jesus. And they, it's, for it's some reason, they like the, the <laughs> hospital changed. Yeah. The hospital changed their freaking cable. So literally, I'm 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 flipping through. The only thing they had on was goddamn prison movies. They had like Shawshank Redemption on repeat, <laughs> fucking Green Mile. I'm like, I can't get away from these prison movies. And is there some weird <laughs> metaphor you, there? Yeah, I wanted to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> he said, "So you built Moss Eisley? <laughs> Did that in two days, not three. <laughs> Ah, oh, it's gonna be a long one. Oh. Eisley. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. When I was in the hospital, when I cracked my skull, I yeah. literally was building Legos in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like the doctor came in to check on me. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, Keeping my brain sharp, doc. So they're building fucking Legos. <laughs> I love this show. Um, <laughs> I love you guys. I love you guys too. This is the lots best. of love. What's up? Let's read some comic comic books. Now. books. Um, all right, so I'll start off because I'm trash uh, at reading comic Stop books. Stop that! I just being honest. Just do the voice. It's hard to when they're white males. Do the roar. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I I went DC this week because I felt bad. We talked about it last week. Like, man, we do not do a whole lot of DC around here. Oh, well, we, we, yeah, we made I'm the odd man out today. They got to they gotta pick up their game and start doing some they shit. Do. So, I, of course, with DC, I had to go look into the past and uh, find something good. And I found one. It's a, uh, it's a pretty cool team-up. World's Finest 3, WF3. Um, I don't know why it's called World's Finest 3, but uh, it is a Superboy and Robin team-up. Is, is, it, is it what Superboy is it? Is it like the Superman suit or is it the leather jacket? Uh, leather jacket. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's my Superboy. He's kind of a tool. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, my told. super boy. Yeah. Oh, with that haircut. That's, that's the reign of Superman, super boy. That's yeah. my super boy. Yeah, he's kind of a douche. Mm, but I like he's, uh, he's what we call a 90s punk. <laughs> well, that's when he with came his, out. Him and his dangly earring. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like George Michael. With super, no, with no, no. He only has it in his left ear because if you had your right one, that meant you were gay. And there's nothing wrong with that. But in the 90s, there was, a, there was that big thing. If you had, if you had your right ear pierced. Hi, everybody. I'm the producer of the show, Matt Johnson, and I'd like to plug the BICBP radio network. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. That wasn't bad. Get out of here, you. These are these are 90s facts for our younger listeners that don't remember this shit or don't even know about this. (laughs) You're right. 90s was a hit. You saved that for my show (laughs) where we went over. We went out of control there. You got to do some. You got you got to do some real groundwork on that one, man. <laughs> I'm excited. No, I'm, I'm not. Excited. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, uh, my poor virgin ears. All right, so it starts off with uh, down the outskirts of Gotham City, and there's a frog, and he's happy, and there's water, and there's flowers, and then, oh man, this giant robot foot just stomps on the frog and the flowers. Aww. It's horrible, and this creepy giant like terminator looking robot is like you know is, is looking at some submarine dun, 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 dun. and he's like oh no fence no guards maybe it's protected by the big bad gotham bat right i'll believe it when i see it that was a robot they, talking yeah yeah oh I, yeah I, it's not a robot voice. I, I don't do good voice impressions very i gotta be like i gotta be in the mood i gotta have some wop going you know what i'm uh-huh. saying wings and pizza um. <laughs> so, anyways, the robot thing he do- goes in the water, because uh, he can go in the water, um, which is cool. And he he goes and he attacks, and there's some a pornographic advertisement. Uh, he jumps up, he jumps up on the on the giant submarine and starts attacking the workers and and, and blasting them and 
and and stuff, and it's it's pretty crazy. He blows a hole inside the submarine. He goes to steal this uh this this nuclear reactor. I'm not sure why he needs it, but he goes and he goes to take it. Um, they cut back to Arkham Asylum. They cut over to Arkham Asylum, and uh, this woman in red, who we don't know yet, it's lady her, in red, lady in red. Uh, it's it's poison ivy. Um, she's like passed out. She's like, oh, okay, whatever. I got you know, trying to get out. She got to go to the hospital. She fakes being sick or something, and they put her in a breathable body bag. You think she's got a Venus flytrap down there? <laughs> chomp, chomp, chomp. I've always wondered. You ever see the movie? Sure. You ever see the movie Teeth? No. That's I've heard I'm of picturing. it, though. I recommend it. I've heard of it. Uh, now we cut over to Robin. He's swinging around the city, uh, talking about all the madness that's going on. He goes and fight, chases you know, where the, su- the submarine, and he sees this giant metal monster thing, and, and all these cops are trying to like fight the metal monster, and, and it's just not working, and the, the robot's just clapping their cheeks. So Robin goes in. He goes in to save this cop, and, yeah, that's my phrase, uh, <laughs> it's my catchphrase for all my podcasts. <laughs> Getting your, your it cheeks be your clapped. catchphrase for life. <laughs> Here lies Matt, where he clapped them cheeks. <laughs> Thy cheeks were clapped. That's a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you put that sticker right next to your truck nuts. <laughs> uh, I get that right. Yeah. <laughs> this here truck's a man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's not going so good. The metal monster thing, it turns into a tank. It just turns into a tank and just starts running over police cars and old ladies. Um, it's very intense. <laughs> <laughs> it's specifically police cars and old ladies. Hunting down the old lady. <laughs> B. Arthur's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it it claps some old lady cheeks. So uh, Robin's like... <laughs> Robin's like, oh crap! I can't do this. So he's looking up. He's he's like, uh, he goes to, to the Batcave, and he's like, Alfred, we gotta we gotta dial up some 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 people. And Alfred's like, no, sorry, like Superman's not available. I know you want Superman, but he's not available. Uh, but what about Superboy? And and Batman, or Robin's like, yeah, I guess. So he calls, and Superboy has an agent. Uh, this is actually pretty funny. This is where I start to get the douchiness of him. What, uh, what is this entourage? <laughs> it certainly seems like it. Uh, the guy's like, yeah, th- no, this is his business manager, Rex Leach, speaking. Like, uh, I'm sure it's important, but I'm telling you, the kid ain't here right now. Well, I don't know, probably out saving the world or something. You know how it is. Superboy's always in the middle of these situations that are pretty mind-boggling. Maybe I can help you, mister. Say again? Listen, pal, these Robin Leach call- prank calls stopped being funny a long time ago. And he's like, Mr. Leach, my name really is Robin. Superman will vouch for me. Um, I'm a crime fighter in Gotham City. Don't hang up 30 seconds more. And the guy's like, oh, crime fighter? Oh, sure you are. Bet calling yourself Robin really strikes fear in those superstitious, cowardly criminal types. I love that he's fozzy. <laughs> I'm trying. This is great. No, no, this is great. <laughs> you're doing great. I, I'm, I'm enthralled I feel, now. You, you're, you're you have me. All right. All right. Picture in Fozzy, by the way. Great agent. Is this agent Great just agent. This, this Muppet Fozzy? <laughs> Fantastic agent. Rob, it's like three, uh, you know, whatever. You got 3,000 crates of Superboy Air Fresher, Super Spring, and Power, Science, uh, Power Pine Sense. Limited edition Superboy animated cell in run of 1250 sign in numbered by um, you, Mr. Leach. Superboy boxing hand puppet. Open it. He's talking about this this order that he has a merchandise, and, and he's just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> How'd you know about those, kid? 
That stuff's not even on the market yet. And the guy's like, ah, and it may never be, Mr. Leach. I don't care if you believe me, but to believe this. If you don't do what uh, do what you can to get Superboy to Gotham City ASAP, I will reroute delivery of all Superboy merchandise so it's airdropped into the jungles of Borneo. You're you're bluffing. And how do I know about all this? Eight, or he's like, whatever. Uh, um, uh, he'll be there, okay? I'll go get him, and he'll be there as fast as he can. Like eight hours or maybe less. Robin's like, eight, eight hours. Superman could be here in eight seconds. Mr. Leach, hello. Oh, can't do this to me. Auto racing a hundred large of the Super Spring sets it alone. Uh, so he gets in his car and he goes and finds Superboy, who's doing a Miss Kryptonite fashion show with a bunch of female cops who are dressing up as superheroes. And he's just exhausted. And uh, the agent, he's like, yo, you got to go, like, right now. Um, you got to leave this thing. Uh, Kid, disaster, Gotham City, now you got to. And Superboy's like, whoa, what are you talking about, Rex? First word, like, sounds like, yeah. You know, you really picked the wrong p- place to pull all this. Listen, Ken, this is the end of civilization as I know it. I'm talking starvation and disease and bad cash flow and and, and all the woman cops pull out guns on him. That's pretty cool. Uh, but anyways, he busts him out. He goes on this long rant. He busts him out. Superboy, like, flies away. Flies away. And this tank is just running rampant through Gotham City. And the guys, they cut open Poison Ivy's breathable bag. There's another scene. And she starts kissing him. And I'm like, mm. Mm, poison mm. Ivy, you fox, you. Mm. And she kills him. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Kisses a poison. Yeah. It's sad. That girl is poison. But she kills him, and then the ambulance crashes, and she walks away. So she's a free lady. Uh, Robin's driving. He's trying to find this metal thing, and um, and he goes to fight him. And it's it's intense. And Superboy flies in and and comes in for the save, and it's really really cool and. Uh, they beat the bad the, the the robot. I think his name was Metallo. They never really gave him a name, but I think they it's like a nickname for him. But Robin and Superboy go, they go back and forth, and um, they're not getting along. Classic classic random team up kind of stuff. Like oh, I don't like you, um, you know that sort of thing. Uh, but they defeat him for the time being. They decapitate him, and but the metalhead it like it grows legs and walks away. Oh, like a thing. Away. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But anyways, at the very end, Poison Ivy, who's an onlooker of all this, um, she goes over and she uh, she plants a, a a big smooch on Superboy's lips, and Superboy carries her in his arms and flies away. And that's the end. He's immune to that stuff, so he's good. I think so. I mean, he's kind of a tool, but it could be one of those like uh, those confusion kisses where she's like got him under under oh, yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Type I'm things. hoping it's that. It might be. But uh, there is another book to this, and I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if it was a canceled series, but there is a number two to this. So um, I'm not going to read it next week. But uh, it is very. It's it's a kind of a cool book uh, to see. I always like the random team ups. Team ups. I way back in the day, I read a Robin and Superman team up. They fought a bunch of carnies, which was pretty cool. But um, this one was this one was neat as well because Robin without Batman, who's on vacation, having a whole shit down in Gotham City. So. Um, so that was my book. That nice. was very good. Thank you. I'm enjoying waka the... waka. Yes, there you go. I like <laughs> I it. I would totally have Fozzie Bear as an agent. Oh my gosh, best agent ever. Yep. Frank uh, Oz can do no wrong. It's a, Michael Fassbender needs uh, Fozzie as an agent. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Come on, Fassbender. I guess it's a real good work. Let's <laughs> do Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My scarf's got flowers on it. 
Oh, delightful, boys. Delightful. Uh, me next? Yes, sir. All right. I am continuing with the Deadpool vs. Old Man Logan series. This is part two. Uh, I wasn't here last week, so a quick uh, quick recap is that uh, there is a young mutant that's being hunted, and uh, Deadpool and Logan are fighting each other, trying to find out who's going to be the ones to protect this girl. So I was, I was really thinking you were just going to go, quick recap of last week, uh, let them fight. <laughs> uh, so this has uh, so part two starts with Wolverines being kind of taken over by all these uh, all these mercenary guys. They're beating him down. They're like, Haha, Weapon X, huh? This guy sucks. He's old. Look at him. A lot of and he's like, ah, it's not the age, bub. It's the miles. He's like, must have been a lot of miles there, Logie Bear. Uh, and uh, he's like, you know what? Sorry, fellas. And Logan busts out of there and just real messes these guys up. Before that, he kind of gets a little bit of their plan is that, that they're after this girl because she's, hey, uh, she's like a big time powerful mutant, whatever. And Wolverine's just like, well, I got news for you, bub. She ain't really in the business of talking to creepy dudes. And then just messes them all up. And then that's where the guys are just like, oh, my God, Wolverine, he let us beat him down like this because Deadpool is catching up to this chick. So uh, Wolverine's all like, man, I really hope Wilson caught up to that girl, made himself useful, whatever. So we get back to Deadpool here who's running, chasing this girl. Uh, and this reminded me of you, Will. Uh, out of my way, wicky, wicky, wickety, wild Wilson looks out for number one and poof, pushes the girl aside. And he realizes, oh, crap, I just pushed the girl that I'm trying to protect. Uh, so he get, he picks her up and is all just like, hey, kid, sorry, you know, life is precious. Because if I could save you, then I could stick it in Logan's stupid, hairy face forever. <laughs> so precious, what's your name? And she's like, Maddie, and you like totally suck. And uh, so Deadpool's like, okay, cool, and pushes her to the side again because all these mercs show up again. And he's like, you know, guys, you're kind of interrupting our conversation here. Uh, and she's looking at this. She's like, what is going on? And Deadpool is messing these dudes up. He's like, don't be so rude, my dude. Bah! Big boot to the face. Guy goes flying through a fruit stand head first. He's like, yeah, use your head. Uh, and don't let the onions make you cry. Uh, and the guys are also like, contact with target, engaging secondary target. And uh, Deadpool's like, I'm secondary target. Apaka, baka, baka, with his two guns. And he's all just like, man, I really miss my swords, Hall and Oates, because they never let me down. Uh, and then uh, we got Do the they make his dreams come true. <laughs> 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 uh, and uh, they're getting shot at from up on up top on a on a, on a building thing. It's like pa 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 pa. And he and Deadpool's like, oh man, they're shooting whatever. And the guys are just like, we got the girl pinned down there. Uh, and so they were like reporting back, like they're down there, whatever. Uh, uh, agent, repeat that. Uh, C team couldn't quite make that out. Uh, C team, C team. And then you realize that Logan is actually up there on the rooftop, slicing and dicing what he does best, just ripping these guys to smithereens, slashing them to ribbons. And he's on the walkie-talkie, and he's just like, "You listen here, bub. You leave that kid be." Uh, I, I, <laughs> is that a little too much for Logan? I don't know. He's old here. Um, that, that suffice. Bub, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer that. Okay, <laughs> it's like it's like a mix between um, Mickey, Mickey, or, Mickey uh, Rudy. No, Mickey what? from Rocky. <laughs> yeah, or just Meredith. Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, Rock. There was time now. Uh, 
and then it's like, Weapon X, I gave you an out. Take it. I have three more teams in route. Stand by immediately, or the next one will bring you down along with the other target. Uh, she's she's not what you think she is. She's she's not an innocent. That's an innocent child you're talking about there. Keep your keep your mitts. I love it again. Y e r. Keep your mitts off her. Uh, and he's like, he's like, you know what? I just, Logan's talking to himself there. He's like, I gave you an out, Wade. You better be gone with that girl. Uh, and that's where he's, he looks down. He sees, like, more guys down there. Logan just comes down, death from above, big Jeff Hardy style. Ah! Stabs the shit out of them. Uh, I burned down the house and killed my dog. <laughs> Oh, my bad. Making meth, making meth, <laughs> making, making meth, making meth, making meth, meth. Uh, uh, and then you get back to, to Deadpool here, who's running with the, this girl, and is like, okay, cool, I think we lost him. And she's just like, dude, I, I, I'm not asking for your help. I don't want any of this. And uh, Deadpool's all just like, yo, Chinatown, he's, crawl, he's crawling with these mercs. They're all after you. You totally need my help. She's like, who the hell are you anyway? And uh, he's like, how do you not know who I am? I'm Deadpool, the lovable merc with the mouth, poop jokes, chimichangas, come on, etc. Uh, she's kind of staring at him. She's uh, she's uh, you know, uh, uh, what's, what's, what's under millennial? Z? She's got Z generation. Gen Z. Yeah. Gen Z. They're they're fearless. They don't care about anything. Um I'm sweating bullets. Like zombies. Basically. I blame the phones. Uh and TikTok. Uh, uh and she's just like hard pass, I'm out. And he's like, listen, kids, seriously, you're in danger. I gotta help you. She's like, why? Because I'm an ex Avenger. Also, I seriously need to bug the the mini Eastwood guy. It will seriously bug the mini Eastwood guy you saw earlier. And she's like, "Isn't he your friend?" He's like, "Ah, he's he's more of a coworker that I hate." Uh, and she's like, "Look, dude, I don't know you. Just back off me. Trust me. You don't want to be anywhere near me." And Deadpool's like, "In that case, you travel in case you travel through time again." She's just like, what? He's like, look, back there in the park, I could tell you traveled through time, Terminator style. And she's like, what's Terminator? And he's, he's, Deadpool's just like, oh, God, why am I even trying to help you? You don't get any of my references. They're not that dated. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she's just like, seriously, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what I'm capable of. Leave me alone. Uh, and he's just like, fine. Under one condition, you. she's like, this better not be weird. And hands her a Deadpool Lego figurine. Those are rare. Uh, well, it's very valuable. Well, I'm Wade, surprised Lego even made one. <laughs> well, Wade had one right here and gave it to this yucky, 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 lucky young lady. <laughs> she might be yucky. I don't know. Uh, probably, that's probably why he's got to stick her, keep his distance because she stinks. She know. smells. Probably. She smells where a woman shouldn't smell. <laughs> oh, oh, god! <laughs> this is a kid. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Do something, Matt. I, I, <laughs> Hi, this is Matt Johnson, the producer of the panel discussion. We'd like to welcome you, invite you guys to the BICBP-radio.com network. Um, continue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you're <laughs> And he explains, listen, if you're ever in any serious trouble and you can't think of a way out, I want you to use this. Hold on to it. You never know who's lurking around the corner. And she's like, ah, yeah, it got weird, all right. And then uh, uh, Logan's coming up. But then a big spear goes right through Logan's chest. Uh, kind of like that, uh, uh, like, a, like a predator spear, right? All right, uh, all right. I'll right through it. it. And then and then uh, Deadpool's all like, uh, kid, what the hell is it? And then push, 
Deadpool gets walloped with a motorcycle out of nowhere. And she's kind of standing there looking confused, going, damn it, I I warned you guys. You should have left me alone. I told you to leave me alone. And Logan gets up. He's got this spear through him. And he's like, oh, God, God damn it. Deadpool's getting up, trying to, uh, he's cracking bones back in place because this motorcycle really wrecked him up real good and it's just like uh oh man i feel like i hit by a truck and logan's like back with being a baby you got hit with a motorbike you idiot uh and he's like oh okay yeah right uh but you're the one who spoke the spooked the kid uh so they're they're arguing back and forth a little bit finally they're just like you know what listen something seriously up we gotta help this girl out uh but then you know the other mercs show up they mess them up real good and uh, deadpool's doing the whole like you know what maybe we make a good team old uh old Cagney uh, lacy abbott and costello uh steven bucky you know hey uh and then they go riding out on a motorcycle together it's it's actually a really cool really cool shot they mess up all these mercs and stuff uh and let's see here they're talking about like what her what her power is whatever and logan explains that she's a teleporter he's like that's awesome uh but what if she what if she can teleport if she could teleport why didn't she just bounce when all this started and he logan's explained that he does they don't think that she could actually control it uh and also she doesn't actually teleport herself she could teleport other stuff that's why that spear went through logan uh that's why the motorcycle crashed into deadpool uh, and they're, uh, they're just like, you know what? Okay, fine. We really got to team up, uh, save this kid. They're driving the motorcycle. Logan's holding on to Deadpool's hips. He's wishing that they were Cyclopses. Uh, and, uh, uh, <laughs> he's got good hips. Stop mm, it. It's all in the hips. Stop it. Uh, swiveling sweet hips. And, uh, but they're too late. That big helicopter thing shows up, and she gets zapped in the neck. They scoop her up. They get her away, and that's where the two of them are just like, you know what? Here we go. Let's have ourselves a good time and get them. And that's where we are going to leave you, and I will continue next week with issue three. Yes. I hope you guys are enjoying this. I am. This is actually really good. Yeah, it's, I like it's it really a lot. good. I, I like, like the art. Lot. I like the artwork. I like everything. Everything about this book. Can so I see far. that? Open up that really quick. That is. That's a really cool shot. Yeah, right. That's a really cool shot. That you got nice that guy. I like. It's like a dark. It's like a darker type of art style. Yeah, it's it, not bright and over the top. No, no, no. It's 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 dull. It sets the mood. Yes, it sets the mood of it. Yes, it's very simple, but it's well done. Yeah, I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to sharing more with you guys next week. Me too. Good. Looking forward to it. Thanks. So uh, my book today is based on the news of the possible continuation of the Batman animated series on HBO Max. So this uh, this is a seven-book arc that came out uh, not that long ago. Uh, this is issue five. Um, it's Batman The Adventure Continues, and it's a continuation of the animated series. And we get, uh, in the first four issues, we get some characters in the Batman mythos that we didn't see in the show. Like, there's a nice little arc with Deadshot. There's oh. a nice little arc with Slade, Deathstroke. Uh, there's a nice little arc with Azrael. So it was cool to see those characters in the Batman animated series lore. Um, so this is... They really did something with Azrael? Yes, they did. What Do you, do you know what it was? Yes. Uh, it, it was revolved around a religious um, artifact that Azrael teamed up with Batman to get. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was pretty cool. It was actually really, really neat. 
Um, but in those previous four issues, there was a overall arc with someone spying on the Bat family, and they weren't sure who it was. Um, so this is Red Sun Rising Part 1. So this is issue 5, so issue 6 and 7 finish up this three-issue arc um, that was alluded to in the first four issues. So it starts out, and uh, we see the Joker. And it says, uh, we hear the inner monologue from this character that's been stalking the Bat family. It says, it's only been four years, but it seems like a lifetime. Red Sun Rising, part one. We get a shot of a slide games and mirror maze funhouse at a, oh, it's a abandoned carnival. And we see this figure, um, it's Jason Todd. So we're getting Jason Todd in this, this, uh, universe and it says uh, you know after it's been four years but it feels like it's been a lifetime or maybe just another life altogether and we see the joker and in this joker's got a henchman called straight man and he's just a blonde guy buff and uh he's sitting there lifting weights joker's looking out the window and joker's like it appears we have a visitor straight man someone uh, perched atop the ferris wheel i guess he likes to get around <laughs> why he should come out of the dead of the night is quite curious since it's so cold out there straight man goes how cold is it oh straight man you and your crackerjack timing it's so cold i think he's packed a little heat (laughs) so then we see red hood sitting there in the uh in the ferris wheel and he puts on a la a red hood he's wearing a red hoodie uh, and uh, he's letting us know that he's here for the Joker. Uh, we don't know why, but judging by the comic book origin, we probably have a pretty good idea. So uh, he comes down in the straight man. He's just wailing away on this Ferris wheel. He's blasting the shit out of it to the point where the Ferris wheel collapses over to the side. Uh, we see Jason Todd jump. He's got a gun. He starts firing at straight man, but the bullets are impenetrable. They just bounce off straight man. He's like, I swear I hit him. I know I hit him. And then there's a big explosion, and here comes the Joker in a bumper car. Time to say goodnight, Gracie. And Straight Man goes, that's my line, sir. Just get in. (laughs) And they drive off. And then we see the aftermath of Commissioner Gordon and Batman, and the Ferris wheels all toppled over, and Batman's looking for clues, and he finds a handgun. And he picks it up, and then the next shot we see him. He's back at the lair, and he's at the back computer, and he's, trying to find fingerprints on the gun. And then we see Alfred come in. Oh, your dinner was getting cold, sir, so I've taken the liberty of bringing it down here. Have you managed to identify any of the prints on the gun? Uh, Sir? Sir? And Batman says, not the gun, but the bullets. They belong to Jason Todd. And this is the first time that Batman realizes that Jason Todd isn't dead as he thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Alfred, it can't be possible. And he's, uh, he's examined it. And it's the prints are his. And uh, Alfred reiterates, you know, we, we thought he was dead, sir. You saw it for yourself. And Batman says, yes, I thought so. But all the clues point to someone, the person who was stalking at us, that it had to be someone who had been part of this family and part of this team. And then we see out in the background, we see Tim Drake. And he asks, who's Jason? He was a second Robin, wasn't he? And then Batman putting on the cowl. He goes, I can't do this now. I got to get out of here. And Tim wants to know about Jason. He doesn't know anything. He just knows him by name. He knows he's a second Robin, but he doesn't know what happened. Mm. So Batman goes to leave, and Batman tells Alfred to tell him everything. 
and he drives off in the Batmobile. Then we get a nice little flashback. We get Alfred explained to Tim who Jason was, and he says, It began with the wolves, Master Tim. A secret gang, mostly young punks, but as predatory as their name, they were the source of... They were the scourge of the east side for years, and they would rob people. And basically what they would do is if you wanted to get into the wolves, uh, you had to do the you had to wear a red mask, a red hood, and you had to be the lookout when they committed a crime. So being the lookout, you were the most vulnerable. You were the most uh, likely to get caught by the police if they did come. So they show a little scene of this young boy getting the red hood. They show them committing a crime. He's calling out, hey, the cops are coming. The cops are coming. He's on one of those like catamarans that you see on the side of a building. Um, the cops come. So he starts to run down, but it breaks. He falls. Apparently, he dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman would observe the wolves. He'd watch them. Um, and then we find out that he was, he was really uh, going to take this group out. So we see Batman swinging down to their hideout that he found, but someone beat him to the hideout first. We see a guy getting thrown through the glass window, and when he comes in, we see a young boy wearing a red sweater, wearing the red hood up, wearing a Robin, like a, uh, what do they call those masks? Domino masks? Yeah. yeah. And he's just kicking the shit out of everybody, and it says, it was a, Alfred's telling the story, and he goes, it was a young man, little more than a boy, really, battling at least a dozen gang members, some nearly twice his age. It was hardly a fair fight, as Alpha and... The pack, well, as Alpha and the pack were beginning to understand, and we see him pull out a gun. And as he pulls out the gun, Jason Todd pulls out the gun to shoot the wolves. We see Batman reach in, grab him, and that's how Batman met Jason Todd. Mm. Um, so then uh, he takes him in, he trains him, but Alfred, Barbara Gordon, they had their reservations. They they saw that there was something off with him. He was very violent in his training. He just seemed like he couldn't handle and control his emotions. So then um, there's a scene where, you know, Alfred is talking to Bruce and Jason Todd is is looking at the old Robin suit because he wants to be Robin, but Batman doesn't want to let him be Robin. And uh, then one night, Alfred realizes that the Robin suit's missing. And it's a nice little shot here. Batman's battling Firefly, but, like, in the side shot, it's you see Jason Todd wearing the Robin suit, but it's like very reminiscent of that first comic book cover where they introduce Jason Todd, where he's like oh, jumping yeah. through the drum. Oh, that's yep. cool. Yeah, so that's kind of that's a nice little homage. And he comes and he kicks the shit out of Firefly, but Bat- Bruce is pissed because he didn't want him to be Robin yet. And uh, this is a nice little thing, you know. Um, Alfred split him up, and he said, "Either you guys ha- handle this, or you leave this life in 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 the past forever." And uh, this is where he says, I'm Jason Todd, and I... Oh, wait, sorry. He goes, Bruce, I'm not Dick Grayson. I can't be, and I won't be. I'm Jason Todd, and I swear I'll work hard to honor the trust you've placed in me. All I ask is for a chance. So Bruce gives him a second chance. They make up, and this is the introduction of the, the second Robin, and the second Batman and Robin have been formed. And now we go through a little montage, and we see Alfred's letting Tim know that... um he was uh, very, very violent with some of the criminals. Like, we see a shot of him ripping the head off the ventriloquist dummy while Batman's holding uh, the ventriloquist up. Scarface, he's ripping the head off Scarface. We see a shot of him, like, pulling the 
pulling a uh, catamaran down on a KG beast. So it was even cool that they put KG beast in here just for a little bit. I do like uh, Scarface. Yeah, little Scarface. That's one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah, so good. I, that's one of my favorite Batman yeah. villains. Like low key. So then we cut to uh, the kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back. It was uh, one Halloween night, and Scarecrow was doing his normal Scarecrow thing. He's going to emit the fear toxin and have everybody go crazy. And then uh, all of a sudden the window crashes, and Robin, Jason Todd, he comes in, and he kicks him, and Batgirl and Batman come in, and Batgirl, you know, what happened to the the uh, silent attack plan to minimize danger to the hostages? What happened to that part? And that's where Jason Todd is like, sorry, I couldn't pass it up, that sweet entrance. I just had to handle this tech. You guys handle this tech stuff, and me and the big guy, Batman, will take care of the heavy lifting. So they start fighting Scarecrow, and then Jason Todd just goes nuts. He starts beating the shit out of Scarecrow. He tears his mask off his face, and he says, you know, I want you to to inhale this fear toxin without your mask on. And then he punches him right through the window out of the building, and he's falling to his death. Uh, obviously, Batman, you know, Batarang, boom, shoots down, captures him, and he goes, Jason, you could have killed him. And that's where Jason says, one last oddball. Maybe now the other creeps will realize we mean business. So from that point, uh, Batman's going over the footage, because he has footage for some reason, of the fight scene. <laughs> and uh, Alfred, Does he wear a GoPro? It's, I guess it's, so. It's, it's, like when, uh, it's like when Obi-Wan had, like, in episode three, he yeah, met. Yeah, he had, yes, he he had the he footage like, of Anakin killing the young uh, lady. Yeah. And it's well, like no, not that. He was... had that, but he had the footage of him bowing to yes, Darth Sidious yes, yes. In, oh, in the Emperor's office. Yeah. And just like, the security how, hologram how, footage. Man, there's a lot about that movie we could get. (laughs) Sorry, my bad. Another time for another place. But uh, that's where Alfred comes in. He's watching it with him, and he's like, this is where Alfred feels he's got to step on, but he's got to voice his opinion. But Batman's not having any of it. So Batman's using the defense that Jason acted this way because of the fear toxin. He was infected by the fear toxin. So that's where Alfred comes in, and he goes, um... I took it upon myself to analyze Master Jason's costume, and any trace of Scarecrow's toxin would have been present on it. There were none. Mm. It's all in my report. And then it's when Batman says, I know. I tested his costume an hour before you did. I'm sorry. And that's where they're having this conversation. They realize that Jason's not going to work out as Robin, yeah. but a la Jason hears the whole conversation. He says, I'm sorry, too. Now I know what you really think of me. So he goes, I'm gone, and he kicks Batman in the face, jumps on a motorcycle, and he's off. And that's where Alfred says that was the last time he ever saw Jason, but Bruce did have one final encounter with Jason. And they kind of leave it, uh, and he says, uh, and that's up until now, I consider it the most bittersweet tragedy of Batman's career. So we, it's kind of like left ambiguous, probably, you know, in the other two issues it is covered. But then we see Batman, who left earlier while Alfred was telling Tim about this whole story. We see Batman pull up, and it's the the den, the, the club that he first met Jason when he stopped him from killing the wolves. And he pulls in, opens the door, and there's Jason sitting at the bar having a drink. And uh, that's where Jason, he starts mocking him. He goes, if you were the world's greatest detective, you would have figured this out a long time ago. Um and then Batman, you know, uh, he uh, he's asking him, you know, where have you been? What's been going on? I'm so sorry. I didn't know that you were still alive. I thought you were gone. And then that's when Jason goes, I have a new look. And he turns around. He's got the red hood on. And Batman, oh, the red hood. Um, 
and that from that point, uh, Batman, he asks him to come home, and he's sorry for what happened, and he's, he says, I'll do anything to make it right, and he says, this is where kind of call back, he goes, you once said all I asked for was a chance, that's all I'm asking now, please, and he reaches his hand out to shake his hand, and uh, that's where Red Hood, you know, he goes, the thing about you, Bruce, is you believe so much in the people you care about that you bl- it blinds you yourself to the obvious. A true master detective would have picked up on the flaws from the start. Batman certainly would have, but Bruce was always looking for the quick way out and to make excuses for the ones he cared about. And he goes, and uh, he goes, you also would have noticed the many bottles of alcohol around the bar that all smell like gasoline. And that's when he pulls out a pistol and he shoots the bottles. Whole place blows up. Batman dives out of the window. And that's when Batman realizes that he's been toying with me. With all of us, this is how he's going to get his revenge. He means to taunt us, wear us down. Then, when we least expect it, he's going to go for the kill. Unless I kill him first. And that's how this issue ends. The next issue is called Red Hood's Rampage. And, uh, yeah, there's two other stories. And uh, they don't hold back for an animated series cartoon. Is that in the art style of the animated series as well? A lot of it is, I could picture it. I, I mean, I could picture that happening. Like you see oh, that? Yeah, it's like straight yeah. out. It's like it's the it's the uh, Fox animated series yeah. too. Um, the thing I like is like they give him his own like Robin suit. Like he's got the red domino mask. He's kind of got the the um, the Dick Grayson suit, but he's got cool. the red mask. Yeah. So I, and I, he's got he's got brown hair. So he he's different from Dick in that ass uh, aesthetic. But yeah, it's really cool. That like was even, very well done. Even the issues that came before the, this, like it's all done in the animated series what, style. Is this this is a re, is this a recent release? When is this? Yeah, from? this came out. I think it started maybe a year or two ago. Okay, when they first started coming out, that was really good. There's only seven issues, uh, but I would recommend reading the whole series. Okay, very cool. Yeah, it was a great book. Great book. Uh, and with that, everybody, that is the end of this week's episode. I will actually not be in next week. Um, so Mike and Will are going to yeah. hold down the fort. Cats away, the mice will play. Yeah, I, crazy. can't believe somebody decided to stay with me for two years. I'm bringing in cheese. <laughs> oh, I'm get, definitely getting a black light. Definitely getting a black light in here. <laughs> what do you think we're going to do with the cheese? Circle jerk, I guess. I don't know. What are you thinking? I mean, we'll make sure it's Swiss. <laughs> oh, for fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Christ! Uh, does anybody have a cool catchphrase you want to get us? You want to take us out? I've done the last couple, so anybody got a cool catchphrase you want to send us home with? I got nothing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I got young Andrew Lenz. It's me, Andrew Lenz from the future, telling you that your dream is going to come true. What? No way! Yeah, you're going to have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on... PSA!